So you're having a hard time talking to women online. I understand it's awkward, it's hard, it's weird, and it's a losing battle when there are so many of you guys. So if you want to learn how to stand out, get her to respond, and be charming, interesting, unique, well, I can help you with that. Right now, I'm in the process of creating a testimonial page so you guys can see all the wonderful quotes from dudes that I've worked with. But here's one from Paul as we wrapped up our second to last session. I wrote, have you had any chats since last week? He wrote back, yes, I have. I did exactly what we were working on in our session and it went so well. And I said, awesome, please send it to me if you'd like to, but if not, no worries. And he wrote, well, she actually wrote to me after and told me, quote, I love what you did. And I said, whoa, wow, yay, that's amazing. So if you guys want to join Paul on the other side, not death, life, but living, please hit me up at kristencarney.com slash dating help and I will get you on your way to getting some hot ass dates, okay? Forgive my voice, I've got a sore throat. It's all this banter I have been doing. Come do it with me. Let's go get a sore throat together at kristencarney.com slash dating help. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have a very special treat. Kristen isn't here. <laughs> no, that's not the special treat. We have, I don't even know how to describe this now because um, I'm explaining this after I've already recorded this episode and my mind is actually blown. I have somebody who was a one of the leaders in the MGTOW community, which is a community of men who were kind of angry and pissed off at women. And now he's told me that he is no longer in that community uh, and seeing greener pastures. Anyway, it's a really interesting story and I'm hoping that you guys can relate to it and it will motivate you the same way that it has motivated me. So keep listening. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast, I'm going to let you know and let you in on a little secret that we have recorded this episode about four different times, and it has not worked about four different times. The first time, Kristen stormed off the phone call. <laughs> the second time, the recording did not work. Anyway, it's, it's been horrible, but I think that it was worthwhile because I think that my guest on today's show has some really important information uh, to share with you. And it's really not even information. It's just sort of his journey that I think many of you can understand and relate to for sure. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to go on and on because that's what I tend to do. But um, instead of me babbling, I'd rather my guest babble. And so I have the angry MGTOW on the show. So welcome to our show and thank you for, for coming on. Thank you for having me for the third or fourth time, Marty. <laughs> Well, let's see if this works. Well, so before we dive into your story, which I think is just ridiculously fascinating, um, I, I want people to understand like more about MGTOW. Or actually, I, maybe I'll let you guide this 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 a little bit so that you can tell me what you think is more important. Is it more important for people to know who you are and what your story is and where you're coming from? Or is it more important for them to kind of know what MGTOW is? I think giving them a bit of each to uh, help to connect the okay. pieces. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so yeah, so, I'll, I'll let um, you be the leader of I'm this. In charge. Okay. So 
You're in charge. <laughs> Isn't that what you always wanted to hear from a woman? Uh, all right. So <laughs> MGTOW stands for men going their own way. And men going their own way uh, evidently started around almost 20 years ago. And the concept, the original philosophy was actually men claiming their masculinity and then rebuilding the ship with women. However, that then changed later on around 2008-2009 in the new wave of MGTOW kind of like a new wave of feminism was ushered in. And that was what we called MGTOW 2.0, where men started deciding to, MGTOW became about not marrying, not having children, right. instead focusing on self-development. We then entered MGTOW 3.0 in the last two to three years, which is now men separating themselves socially, financially, economically from women and the state. So that's where we currently are. You know, and of course, there's been talks about MGTOW 4.0 and MGTOW 5.0. The thing is, MGTOW is supposed to, it's been an ever-changing philosophy. And I know Marnie is sitting here expecting to get the exact same thing that she got on the previous podcast. But I told her that I wasn't going to, uh, to fill her in on any of the things that happened. Because here's a shocker for you, Marnie. I've dropped the MGTOW label. No, you did not. Remember, I told you I, I told you I had a big surprise, didn't I? Told you. Well, you know what? To be honest, I, I kind of thought that's what you were going to say to me. So it's, it's actually not that big of a shock. Um, but I, I do, before you explain this, because I want to hear more, I do want to dive into a bit more about um, my perception of MGTOW. So when Angry MGTOW had first reached out to me and asked me to come onto his podcast, and I was like, what's MGTOW? And um, you, you stated exactly what you stated about like you know men who just want to go their own way and better themselves and I was like fuck that sounds amazing like that's absolutely wonderful they've they've identified something that stresses them out and they don't want to deal with it anymore um for good for bad and they just want to enjoy their lives and I was like that's awesome and then I went on to your podcast and I got crazy attacked by like angry, bitter men who like hated women. And I was not expecting that, to be honest. Um, And you've since explained to me that there are some people who are still going through this process of like, you know, purging all of their anger and frustration. And and now I have a better understanding of it. And um, I hope that you do go into your story because now it has a a new ending um, about your journey, about why you chose to go down this path. Um, I definitely want to to hear why you dropped this label, but do you mind going into your story first of just like why you did this and what you realized? Yeah. Okay. So first off, you said now it has a new ending, but I, I don't consider it an ending. I consider it a new beginning. Just want to clear that right. up. And my story is basically like this. So I, I, you know, I had a very difficult childhood, but every, a lot of people have had difficult childhoods. I had a very overbearing mother and, you know, again, it affected me in, in very difficult ways, in significant ways, and it resulted in, uh, resulted in problems and issues in my life. And I had a, a very difficult relationship. relationship. And for me, Marty has been a part of my life for, I don't know, I don't know if it's been that long, Marty, how long you've been doing it, doing this, but... You know, I started listening to Marnie and following these tips, and I did the whole PUA thing, and I went out sarging, and I hated the hell out of that. Yeah, I, still, I would too. I still hold it against you, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> and uh, it 
was again, you know, it just it just wasn't for me. And uh, at some point in my life, I, I I ran into some really difficult times, and I started just falling apart. And then I I found MGTOW, and the idea really appealed to me because it was about focusing on yourself and going your own way, working on self development. And on paper, it sounded really good, just like feminism sounded really. Good. Oh yeah, it's you know feminism. Feminism sounds to this day. Same with communism. It all sounds fantastic on paper. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> and well, why do you have to ruin my? I was just like, it was like kind of like happy for a moment there, Marty. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, but I'm just saying, like everything sounds good on paper until you add humans into the into it, right? Because then some humans misunderstand or they I, they just mess it up a lot of the time. These things that could be perfection and pure and wonderful. Just turn in another direction. Anyway, I'm, I'm interrupting you, but yeah, so, please continue. Well, you know, here's the thing, though, Marty. It's I think big part of it is when we decide to put a label on it, right? Like, I mean, like if if we just said, okay, so you know, women want to have the same opportunities as men, and we're going to go ahead and work yeah. towards it's cool. But then you put a label on it, and then you have a group of people that hijack a label. So with me, I was go. I started off making MGTOW content, and I was going through what they call the red pill rage. I would make, I used to make some terrible content. I'm not, I'm going to completely own up to the things I said and did. I made a video once where I compared women to cockroaches. All right. And that was maybe five years ago. And I was very, very angry. And I, and I own up to it. I have to, I have to. But the thing is that over time, I've, my views have changed and I've grown. Uh, What happened to me, and I told Marnie a million times, Marnie, this is the last time I'm going to repeat the story. Like, this is it. Yeah. So I I was an angry MGTOW, and I was putting out all this content, just like, and I had more and more people following me. You know, I'm a YouTuber. And uh, and then I started feeling really sick. I started feeling really sick, and I had to go to the bathroom, like, constantly. Like, it was just, like, hour on the hour. Like, every, I had to, like... I had to like uh, pee like every every minute, like every five minutes. Yeah, that's the story of my life. That's the story of my yeah. Life. <laughs> well, yeah, it was the story of your life. Story of it was the story of my of my of my cancer, and and yeah, I go to one doctor and because I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm like literally laying on the bathroom floor in a ball because I'm like dying. Why? It was horrible, and I go to the doctor and he runs a test and he goes. He looks at me, I look at him, he looks at me, I look at him, and he goes, this can't be possible. You're too young for this. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to go ahead and, and do these tests over again in another month or two. And again, he's like, and that was that. I'm like, okay. He didn't tell me it was cancer. Didn't tell me it was cancer. So I go, and then he told me to schedule again. So I go, and I do the test again, and then I go to see him, right? And well, I went with him afterwards, after I took the test again, and he wouldn't see me. <laughs> so I'm like, huh? Does it any sense? And I really wanted to see this doctor because he was very, very experienced. He was an older doctor, very experienced, and he wouldn't see me. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I ended up getting passed off to another doctor. And uh, yeah, and she comes in and she basically, she was like right around my age. She's like, maybe two years older than I am. And she didn't know what it was. 
And she has this she has this habit of speaking out, speaking what she's thinking. You ever meet people like that who like who like uh, they're like whatever they're thinking, they're speaking. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so funny because like she was doing that, and she didn't even realize she was doing it. I don't think. And uh, it turned out that so the second test came back, and yeah, Marnie, it was bladder cancer. That's crazy. I'm like, what the heck? And she's like, yeah. There's a, you're, you're like, it was bad. It was bad. So she's like telling me all this stuff that I'm going to have to go over to see the surgeon and she's going to send me in and they're going to go and they need to run a camera up into my urethra to, to, to be like how bad the cancer has progressed. And she was like, you know, she was panicking for me. And I was like, this, it's funny when she told me that like it's cancer, I'm like, I'll oh, just kind of like, oh, really? That doesn't sound like. That doesn't sound. That's. I was like, literally, just like, oh, that doesn't sound. Doesn't sound great. She's like, no, it's not. Oh God. And uh, it was so crazy. The, the the she panicked. The nurses were panicking. Everyone was just like staying away from me because I was so young at the time and like watching like someone die young from cancer at at this age with that as well. So anyway, she goes, okay, listen, I want to run these tests again <laughs> one more time. Third time's the charm, right, Marty? Third time's the charm. Right. Okay. Right. And I had been, and the day like I went in, I was feeling so horrible. Like I was feeling terrible. And I went downstairs and uh, she, you know, she went, she's like, okay, we're going to run them down. We're going to run them again. So I went downstairs to go get, to have the test run again. And it was, uh, it was something else. At that time I had been doing the angry mad MGTOW content and I had been, just so filled with hatred, so much anger towards women, so much hatred. And you know how people say, you know, your life just flashes before your eyes. But my life, the end of my life flashed before my eyes. And I saw myself laying in a hospital bed, being bitter as hell, not warning any of the nurses to come near me because I could not stand being in the same, in the same vicinity as a woman. And that was hatred. I absolutely hated them. I hated them. Right. And I thought to myself, this is like, this is no way to live. And I thought, mm-hmm. my gosh, even if I die, you know, people always try to negotiate with God. Like, God, I promise I'll be a better person if you let me live. And I just, I said a prayer. I said, God, I can't say that I'm going to, that, uh, you know, I'll be a better person because I have nothing. I have hatred in my heart. But if you let me live. I will. I will. I'll. I'll try to get rid of this hatred. And uh, I went back in, and I took the test, and I went back upstairs. I heard the nurses like celebrating the nurses' station. Went back into the into the op- into the uh, examining room, and the nurses were like celebrating the nurses' station. I'm like, wow. And then I hear the doctor. She comes back. And then she comes running and she's wearing heels and she comes running into the room. She's like, I have great news. It's gone. It just went away. It's just, it's that's just, it's crazy. Gone. I, that's God. That's God. Okay. That's crazy though. Yes. All right. Third time's the charm. So at that point, like, you know, I said, okay, well, I got, you know, God. Now I got to keep my promise. All right. wow, exactly. Okay. So I, you're. You're like, fuck. So at that point, <laughs> I come home. I'm like, I was like so stressed. and But I'm like, hey, I'm not going to die, right? So 
I, I immediately... Yeah, but now you got to get unangry. That's even harder. Well, so for me to get unangry, what do I have? Well, I was angry. So, but for me, to, yeah. for me to get over my hatred, I had to take some time away from the McDowell community. And uh, so I basically made a video when I explained one that I, exactly what had happened. And a lot of people said that I was lying. They said that I was... Uh, they said that it was nonsense, which is terrible. I even consulted a doctor with an RP on it. But again, no one cared. They just, all they could hear was, this guy is leaving. And they were, and they basically started saying that I went off to go get a girlfriend. Needless to say, I returned to the MGTOW, con, to the MGTOW community after about a year, year and a half. And I wanted to learn in my experience. And I was a lot less angry. And, you know, I came back with the idea that we're going to talk about self-development. But the more, the longer I stayed in the MGTOW community, the more I realized that we had made a mistake. And by last year, you know, when I came across you, uh, I'm sure you, like you said, you were, you were like, you, you kind of felt it, didn't you? That I was beginning to wane, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know because I don't, I don't know. I said from the very beginning when I went on to your show, you were like apologizing for not being tougher. And I, I kept, I kept saying, you're so nice. And you were sort of insulted by that. Um, so I don't know. I guess maybe I saw this the whole time. I don't, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I, I, but I want to, I want to hear exactly what happened because I don't know. I always, I didn't really think of you as so angry and you kept trying to be angrier, but I was like, you're not really so angry. You're actually very kind and nice and you laugh yeah, and I you're mean, not, compared, I don't know, you know what, it was, what I was expecting. Compared to my old self. And I guess maybe I was trying to like summon some of that old guy. I just, after our last conversation, there's a guy named Alex we talked about, he's a YouTuber. I realized that a lot of yeah. MGTOWs, oh, you've heard of him? No, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I wasn't saying, yes, I've heard of him, but I, I was saying, yes. Okay. <laughs> like so, to say I'm listening. So, you know, we often call it the red pill rage where guys take the red pill and they realize that the world is not the way they originally saw it to be. But the thing is that there's something we often don't talk about, Marnie, and this affects everyone, and that is grief. All right? And I, and I think you can relate to grief because grief, yeah. grief, a lot of people think that they're okay, but they don't understand that grief is something that can last indefinite. And with grief, you mm-hmm. can do things you would never imagine you can hurt people and it's, it's, and you don't, and you, and somehow you rationalize, you rationalize everything because you don't see things clearly in grief. And I realized that I had been grieving for a long time, even though I may have moved out of the red pill rage, I was still, I was, and a lot of men today in MGTOW are still grieving. They're still grieving over the lives that they once lived. They're still grieving over the relationships or their lack of relationships that they're, that they're yeah. not having or haven't had. They're still grieving over the things that have happened. And they're, and everyone deals with grief differently. And me, I began to gradually come out of my grief more until, you know, I started talking to different people. I met this really like nothing happiness in the end. All right. I got my butt rejected. And by the way, Marty, let me tell you something about rejection. I think that all young men need to experience some rejection these days. Because it was awesome. And I didn't just get rejected. I didn't just, it was like a small rejection. I got rejected over and over because I am persistent. All right. (laughs) But I think that, I think that's like, I think that's very, very important that, that something that a lot of men are, a lot of women are afraid of young people, millennials, 
We're so afraid of rejection, of being hurt, of taking risks that we bury ourselves in social media. We bury ourselves in these in these safe spaces, and there's really no such thing as a safe space in this world. And we have a hard time communicating with each other. And a lot of the pain and suffering that we experience in life happens as a result because we refuse to actually be honest and to communicate. And for me, after I began communicating more with different people, with different women, after, for example, looking at the way you've been living for the last time, I, I, I didn't even know you were a mommy. Yeah. Like, for example, you're a mommy, Marnie. I was like completely completely taken aback by the entire thing because i always you know, you're that you're that you're the wing girl like what the heck martin <laughs> it, it, it it literally blew my mind i remember like emailing you like uh, a few i don't know if it was like a few weeks ago or maybe a month ago by this point and like you were up like at like five a was it four five or three something yes yeah, something crazy yes <laughs> all right and i'm like marty your work ethic and it the, the thing is that I started realizing to myself also that a lot of these guys, we're talking about self-development, but, you know, everybody wants to be MGTOW until it's time to do MGTOW stuff, like work on yourself, actually build yourself up because we can right. talk about it, but do we actually do it? And I've, I came to realize a lot of guys aren't doing this. And a lot of guys are stuck in, in hatred, stuck in anger, and they can't, they can't move forward. I always said, use anger to achieve an accomplishment, not as a means to, as a pathway towards hatred. Right. And and it's funny because recently I, tr- I tried to talk about that and I, I faced a lot of backlash. Of course. And, uh, and there's a lot of, and as a result, uh, you know, I recently, I dropped the label recently. Did I, did I give you enough backstory, by the way? I think I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically I changed you is what you're Oh saying. gosh, don't flatter yourself for me. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm kidding. No, I think that's absolutely fantastic. I, lo- I, I, this is the journey part. This is sorry that I'm interrupting you, but um, in the news, I've been hearing about so many things lately where people are blamed for comments that they made 12 years ago, and and they're losing things that are in their present because of it. Because people are saying you are the same person that you were 12 years ago. But I mean, even just this story, like we started talking maybe two, three months ago, and just the fact that you've even changed this much in two to three months and your perception and your outlook is just so maybe not drastically different but so different is huge and that's what we should be rewarding people for not punishing them for for having a point of view from a long time ago but but rewarding them because they've altered that point of view which i think is even more difficult to do so many people can sit in anger forever right without learning anything and educating themselves but the fact that you were able to go from angry really angry and frustrated and grieving and bitter and resentful to this space now, I think is just like beyond amazing and, and should be rewarded 10 times over. Well, so Marty, you said maybe not drastically. Actually, I'm hoping to get into a long-term, not marriage, but a committed relationship. No, I'm well, come on. I'm hoping to get into a committed relationship and have children. You're a lesbian now. Oh, That's what you are. 
I'm just joking. No. I was just trying to say like the extreme of like woman on woman, <laughs> but maybe that didn't work out as well. No, but that's, that, wow. That I'm, I'm actually blown away. That's amazing. What it is, is that after, like I said, grief, it's dangerous. You know, I had you on the podcast and, you know, I had another person on at one point and he was Jewish and his name was Nicholas Wolfing, Wolfinghanger or something like a couple of years ago. He was an academic and, you know, we actually kept in touch for a while. And the thing is that when I had him on the podcast, he looked a lot like Willie, like, what's his name? Who? I don't. I die. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the guy's name, but anyway, uh, Kenny G. Kenny G. Oh, the musician <laughs> Willie G. G. <laughs> okay. Willie Nelson. Yeah, but he oh, looked yeah, a yeah. lot like he looked a lot like Kenny G. And it was so interesting because as soon as I had a podcast, every there was just so much anti-Semitic stuff being thrown at him immediately, mm-hmm. and I thought to myself, you know, I, I found myself apologizing, but. I don't know. I'm like, what the heck are you guys doing? You know? Right. And this is not, I mean, for example, you can say what you want and be who you want, but don't try to make this a Midtown thing. And it, the community has just it deteriorated into the standard of separatism. You know, it was supposed to be about focusing on yourself, but it became all about separatism. And another thing I need to say, Marnie, is that MGTOW, we were... We made a mistake. We did. And in, in, in the label itself, we created the label. And, you know, for example, it was about men, originally about men rebuilt, reclaiming their masculinity and rebuilding the relationship between themselves and women. And right there, we left women out of the narrative. You know, even if our intentions met well by not including women in the narrative, you can't have a relationship by yourself. And we made, we made that mistake, just even calling it men going your own way. For a long time, people have gone their own way, and mm-hmm. and we and we we screwed up with that. And then it's it, it changed from you can't change a philosophy, but that's what we claim has happened. It went from rebuilding the relationship with women and reclaiming your masculinity to right. not marrying, having children, and focusing on self development. I feel like the, the self development part was now added in there just to make it sound like it wasn't like a separatist movement. And then, and now it's literally about, sep- you know, separating men, separating men, separating themselves from right. women, from women, from state and women. And, uh, you know, I mean, MGTOW 4.0, the talk of MGTOW 4.0 is essentially what men consider destitution, where they're hoping that by basically pulling away their assets and resources, women will be starved out. I know you, you probably hate that. No, I don't hate that. I feel sad for it. To be honest, I don't hate it. It's fallen into a point of delusion. Guy, uh, I don't want to say his name on podcast, but he's a large content creator. He put out a video pretty recently called "The Puppy Mill Solution," where he uh, suggested that to deal with America's falling birth rates, we should just basically put women into a into factories like puppy mills where they'll be artificially inseminated. And the solution is to strip women off their rights to fix these social issues that we have today. Essentially putting them in a state of slavery. Oh, so like the handmaid's tale? <laughs> like exactly what the handmaid's tale is? Are those are those women slaves? Yeah, and they're just meant like to procreate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's like the handmaid's That's, tales. Oh, so he's on original too. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> very, in- <laughs> very, very interesting. Okay, God, that is so. Sad. 
to be to be honest, I see it as sad because I see his pain. I don't like he was burned in some way. Somebody really hurt him, and that sucks. Marnie, you know it's great that you can. But if you look at like I'm sure cell killings, right, that have happened, you know about those, right? About which ones? Sorry, you've heard of the incels, right? Oh, I thought you said the incel killings. I, I, I was like, I don't. Yes, of course, I've heard of the incels. I, I thought you said okay, killings. Yeah. So I was like, I did. No, I didn't hear of the killings. Okay. Well, they've they've actually committed multiple killings. There was Elliot Roger a couple of years ago. Yes, yes, yes. In Santa in Santa Barbara. Yeah. yeah All right. And then there was another killing last year, and I think it was Toronto, where what where some incel like mowed down killed ten people with his car. <gasps> Wait, oh that my was gosh, an incel it, thing that was right outside my. Go ahead. No, I didn't know that. That was right outside of my sister's office. That's crazy. Marty, that was like the biggest one to date. These guys have been going on rampages. I, oh, I didn't realize it was an incel thing. Okay, I, I thought, I didn't know. There was another incel thing. I like, walked into a yoga studio and like shot the women. Yes, that one I know too. They're seeing a pattern. And, uh, you know, they often bring up in- MGTOW and incel in the same sentence. And the truth is that MGTOW was supposed to, we paraded it as self-development, but we... We have a lot of guys that are really incels, and it's the philosophy itself is a joke. And right now, what I'm actually what I'm focusing on is not going your own way. And with going your own way, going your own way is for both men and women, neither being more or less important in the philosophy. I've started a new website called gyow.today.com. I hope you're okay with plugging it. And of course, yeah, and, amazing. And and basically, going your own way is about the individual and. Uh, Going your own way is a statement of self-ownership. The pillars of going your own way are self-accountability, self-focus, and self-development. You can't want how to go their own way. Instead, each individual must decide what route for themselves and accept the consequences as well as the rewards that come with those decisions. Amazing. You're amazing. That's fantastic. And so is it you by yourself? Are you doing this with other people? Like, how, how are you? This is wonderful. Well, so here's the thing. A lot of guys are dropping the MGTOW label. A lot of content producers are dropping it, although there are a lot who are done right now. Um, like, my, like, my, my face is like yeah. posted somewhere in a post office right now. Like, I've received so many death threats from oh, incels and MGTOW. And uh, it, it has definitely impacted my income. Uh, now, I mean, I went from easily $3,000 a month by streaming now to zero. It's, it's, I've lost a lot. It's been, I've also lost many friendships that I've had for years with people that I've built friendships with. It's, it's been, it was, it was really, really bad hard on me. Like, that's the one thing that throughout January, it it was, cause like, I, it was like, what the heck? People that I had known for so many years, losing that connection, losing that communication, it it really shook me, but I, I, I pulled through it. Now, the thing is, I think that's going to shift. I honestly do. Like, yes, I, I just think that's going to shift soon. You're going to get... What's going to shift? That this might just be a shock right now, but I, I think that you being a big voice in that community and doing this is just a shock right now. And I, I think that people are going to shift. I think they're going to start listening to you. I think they're gonna, you're going to change a lot of minds um, and help a lot of people. And I I know that right now it sucks, but I, I'm telling you that that will come back to you. All of it will come back. Maybe not the exact same friendships, but you'll have different ones with people who are more in line with how you're thinking. And hopefully some of the old friends that 
did think a certain way, maybe you'll inspire them. I, I, I think this will be, this will turn out, this story will turn out differently than what it is right now. Well, speaking of inspiration, so now we need to, let me talk about you very quickly because you play a role in, in, some, in some of this action. Oh, wow. Okay. You remember I told you that, right? Yes, you did, but you didn't say why. <laughs> okay. So here's what ended up happening. I, you know, I started noticing like patterns of behavior with you. For example, I'll like pop, I'll go on Skype at like, I don't know, midnight or like, you know, in the evening, I'm like, wait a minute, what's Marty doing on here? Don't tell me she's doing a coaching session right now. And I know you're doing a, co- you're, you're doing a coaching session, aren't you? Be honest. You're probably doing a coaching Yeah. Exactly. Well, sometimes. Yes. Yeah, not, not every time that I'm on there, but yeah, yes. Exactly. And, you know, I didn't know, like I said, I, didn't, I thought you were out of the, I thought you were like, 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 I thought you were like, cause you're around my age. I'm 30, I'm going to be 36 here. So what, you're like a year or two older than me. Yes. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I thought you were going to, I thought you were one of the singles for life. And then I find out that you're having chill, that you have kids and you're mommy. And, and then on top of that, you're out here, you know, you're hustling at MGTOW. Really respected. They should respect is going there and themselves, self-development. And here you are as a mother, your business still. And it made, me, it made me think about myself. And I actually, I suggest, you know, I had an idea for a number of years, for a while, because I work in the cryptocurrency space. I'm also a cryptocurrency developer. Do you know what that is? Oh, yes, of course. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I work in the cryptocurrency space and I'm a cryptocurrency developer. And it's been hard for the last couple of years because like the markets went down. Mm-hmm. But an idea I had was to actually create my own academy teaching people about cryptocurrency. So I did that. I decided, you know what, if Marty can do this and she's like, you know, like we we're, were trying to like schedule like everything you're like telling me stuff like, oh, the kids are off from school. And I'm like, what the heck? Mommy, Marty and like Marty's playing this off. And, I, and I'm like sitting on my hands. So I was like, OK, I'm just going to pull the trigger on it. So I, I, I burned the midnight oil. And I'm also a web developer. I developed my own online university. What? Who are you? God, that's some, you do all these amazing things. Okay. So I, I, I burned the midnight oil and I developed my own online university. And I, and I basically got out my first course, which was Go Currency. And the first week between sales and people signing up for like a coach, I pulled in probably between $3,500 and $4,000. Good for you. Oh my God. That's amazing. With that said, it's slowed down a lot recently because the MGTOWs have been flagging my videos, right. attacking my channel, and they've been going on a rampage. But I'm I'm trying to learn now how to like do landing pages and all that stuff because like I don't like marketing. I hate marketing. That's my weakness. Like for, yeah. I, maybe you can give me some tips on that. Oh God, I hate marketing too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, can I just tell you something that authenticity is like the trend in 2019. So you're already, you know, going in the right direction and just information and sharing what you have, I think actually is the best marketing tool that you can utilize. I'm sure many people would argue with me and many people do when I send out newsletters and they say, oh, you could have written this at the bottom, that there was urgency to go get this because it's selling out fast. And I'm like, but that's not true. I'm not, I'm not going to put that in there. It's not true. So I, it, like, I'm sure people will slap me for some of the t- types of marketing that I do. But I, my point is, is that I think you're on the right track for marketing. But I can help you get your voice out there a little bit more. That's the thing that I think can help. I really appreciate that. I also do want to uh, quickly shout out a guy named Roberto Blake. Have you ever heard of Roberto? 
No. No. He's a big, he's really big on YouTube. He's actually one of like the certified YouTube trainers when it comes to channel growth and marketing. And actually, I've known him for a couple of years, but we've had an up and down relationship. But I actually reached out to him and he did give me a few pointers. So it's more so now just like implementing a lot of that stuff as well. So I, I did get some tips. And uh, it's, it's been hard, but I feel like you said, it's the, it's the right way forward. And one of the things... It's been hard. You've been doing this for three weeks and you've already had the success. It's amazing. It's fallen off. It has fallen off since the MGTOW. But it's going to bounce back off and you're going to do other things. Now you just have to keep... Anyway, we can talk about this off air, but I'm just saying we had Mark... Mark. Um, Sandoval was on our show and he, he taught us a really cre- a, a great little tactic that whenever you start being down on yourself, you have to actually make the same comment from the third person point of view so that you can actually see the reality of what you're doing. So instead of saying like, Marnie is, or, or I'm no good at it, you say, Marnie is no good at this. And then you're like, wait a second, you can actually debate what's been said because you're not so attached to it. So anyway, I'm, I'm just being your third person and saying, I mean, this is, that's pretty phenomenal what you've been able to accomplish. You know, one thing I do want to mention, and this is something that was probably biggest change for me. I'm glad as you see, like you just shook it out of mentioned it maybe last time on the last one. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but I think I talked about this, that we all have a voice in our head, a little voice that we're not good enough. And, you know, if we ever spoke to our friends, the way that we, we allow that little voice to speak to us, you would have no friends. Something that I learned from the actor Wentworth Miller, the guy from Prison Break. And after learning how to get that voice under control and change the dialogue from angry, you're a piece of crap to angry, you can do it. You just need to take some time and focus. You're going to be all right. Change it to a reassuring message and learning how to forgive others so that I can forgive myself. Those two things were terrific and helping to where I am right now. I did want to say that. That's wonderful. You did say it last time, so I'm glad that you... um... You mentioned that again. I think that's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on this show. This was, it's so funny because we've done this four times, but (laughs) I'm very happy with the results of this episode because I think it it has a nice ending, which I think is just absolutely wonderful. And I'm glad to sort of see that journey a little bit. So I think you need a new name, obviously, because angry is not fitting for you. Um, maybe, Maybe call yourself Cash Cow or super positive. I don't know, something like that, that that's more fitting for who you are now. Um, but do you want to just plug the, the two sites that you mentioned, the one for the Cryptocurrency Academy, and then uh, also for just positive people who want to go their own way? Oh, for sure. So uh, for people who just want to go their own way, like I said, it's not, this is not men going their own way. It's people, what's what people have been doing since the beginning of time. It's G-Y-O-W dot today, go your own way dot today. And it's it's really awesome. And also, if you're interested in learning about cryptocurrency, but you don't know where to start, I have I developed an int- a cryptocurrency called Crypto Money Academy. Crypto Money Academy. That's a website, and you can actually go there. You can learn about cryptocurrency. You can take introductions cryptocurrency course. You can learn about day trading and really get a solid foundation in crypto. So fascinating. You know, I'm dabbling in cryptocurrency, or I was for a little I bit. No, and it, I had no idea. Yeah, because I was kind of fascinated by it. Anyway, I, I think it's really interesting. Um, we can talk more about that offline. But anyway, please go check out um, those two websites if, if they did pique your interest. Uh, they definitely piqued mine. Um, thanks for, for being on the show. And hopefully this is the last time that we do this, but this was wonderful. 